Welcome back, welcome back. Episode 30. Episode 30. Big episode here. Wow, 30 episodes in, guys. 30. Congrats. How feeling about that? That actually is a lot, man. I was thinking about it when I was making the outline. I was like, damn, we're already at 30. That's crazy. I feel like we're getting better. Podcast. 30th episode. You got Gabe back missing last week. Who knows what he was doing? I don't even want to know what he was doing. Yeah. Kinda wanna be surprised then he, then he what he was doing. After the, the shutout that happened. <laughs> the mess, the oh, that that that's what you were doing, huh? You were hiding out from that shutout that happened. Your almost, they almost made the dolphins extinct, ex- endangered species. <laughs> All right, listen, man, let's get into <laughs> it because I don't want to talk about the dolphins. <laughs> All right, we actually don't talk about it later, but first things first, we're gonna go over the most ridiculous power rankings I've probably seen in a while. It is the ESPN week three power rankings. Um, I'm gonna run it through for the audio listeners. Number one. No, the bottom up. One. Go the, the bottom, bottom up. up. All right. Number 10, the Las Vegas Raiders. Number nine, the Baltimore Ravens. Number eight, the Cleveland Browns. Number seven, Arizona Cardinals. Number six, the Seattle Seahawks. Number five, the Buffalo Bills. Number four, the San Francisco 49ers. Number three, Kansas City Chiefs. Number two, Los Angeles Rams. Number one, the Tampa Bay Gronkineers. Tampa. All right. right. So obviously, read the list. Uh, Julian, these are the NFL power rankings, obviously, for week three. Everybody can look them up. Hopefully, you can post them up. Uh, Julian, what, what is your problem with this ranking? Like, I'm looking at this, I'm like, it's only week two. Like, I mean, is it egregious? Is this an egregious list? I think it's a, a completely egregious on some levels. Yeah. So the first one that stands out to me, I'm going to start from the bottom down. The fact that the Ravens are number nine and the Vegas Raiders are 10 when the Raiders beat Baltimore week one. <clears throat> and they didn't just beat Baltimore. They beat the Steelers who then beat the Bills. The fact you can tell they're going using a lot of like judgment based off last year. But like to me, when you're doing week by week power rankings you have to go by th- what we've seen so far leading up to this week you c- last year was last year like you have to go based off what you see and the fact that uh las vegas raiders is at number 10 uh, that baltimore's above the raiders is insane to me um right. and then I, real quick to cut it right like you said week by week who did the ravens just beat who tell me barely beat kansas city Kansas City Chiefs, big and win. The Raiders win. Upset, upset win, and I think that's rightfully deserved. Yes, head to head, Vegas beat Baltimore, like you stated. But hey, they bounce back. This is my power rankings, right? Who are you beating? Are you beating the elite teams? Or are you beating the whack teams? Jojo, real quick, unplug your mic, plug it back in. Gabe, you go. Think about that part. You have a lot of while, static While JoJo's right fixing his mic, a little static, Lee. Um, all right, so here, here's the thing. I, I'm not against the ranking. Like, it's only week two. Um, obviously, you bring up stat line. You, you, you want it. Julie wants it more college style, you know, who beat who, their rank before who beat who, whatever. Um, but I feel like it's only week two. Like, really, uh, I'm not very, like, serious about, like, the week two ranking or week three. Usually it takes, especially now we're into a 17-week season, 
usually I want to see at the half point, like where are the teams uh, halfway as far as when it comes to injuries, uh, their strength of schedule. Um, they, and they usually do that preseason. They bring out the strength of schedule. So I, I, I see you have some points, um, but the Ravens did have a big win. Um, Raiders are known, I, especially, I know last year, the Raiders were known for like going, especially like late in the season, scoring a lot of points, like late, in the, they'll be on, like on the fucking red zone all the time, uh, late in the season, scoring a, a lot of points. And everybody asks every year, are the Raiders serious? Are they going to do it this time? And they never go anywhere in the playoffs, but they just beat Patrick Mahomes. I mean, that's got to have some clout for something. And they probably, you know what? Here's another thing. They probably make this list for guys like you, for you to get pissed off, <laughs> get mad, you go on your Twitter, you go on your Instagram and say, well, look at this bullshit. They don't know shit. What oh, no. About. I'm just um, tired of the knows? Baltimore yeah. dick riding. Like, let's give Vegas credit, bro. They were balling. Derek Carr's been playing Unreal, which we'll talk about later. But anyways, the next part that I find egregious on this list is the fact that the Seattle Seahawks are number six after blowing, like, a 17-16 point lead to the Tennessee Titans and losing, like, and then only beating a beat-up Colts team. And the fact that they're six after even last year, not really playing that well. Like to me, that is ridiculous. Like the fact that they're number six, like to me, that's probably the most egregious on this list is that the Seattle Seahawks is six on this list. Um, the Seahawks, I haven't seen a lot of Seahawks play. I know these are not the Seahawks of old, like the Seahawks Legion of Doom, Legion of Boom, Legion of Doom has long since passed. So I haven't seen any play. Um, I have heard very great things about Arizona. So the Cardinals, um, you know, I've mentioned before on the podcast, like, yo, Kyler Murray, like, to me, he's like fucking Russell Westbrook 2.0. Like, he's the next coming, and he's having a really good season. I was very high on him last year, even though they didn't go uh, anywhere last year. Um, so maybe they, I got to watch some more Seahawks game to evaluate that, but I can understand. I have no problem with Arizona. I, I like that ranking for Arizona. I do. I like that one a lot. But I think the Seahawks, it's a little ridiculous. Um, Buffalo. Um, I don't know. I mean, they're solid. They're definitely that's a, that's a tough one too because they did lose to the Steelers and then they beat up on a a really injured Dolphins team. So obviously, you're factoring a lot of the weapons and what they have. So I guess I could see number five, even though maybe the Cardinals to me looked a little bit more dominant than Buffalo did on both sides of the ball. Um, Kansas City. Obviously, they're going to rank them high regardless just of what they've been doing year in and year out. But let's be real. They lost. They, they blew a whole lead to Baltimore. They blew a massive lead to Baltimore. And then they almost lost to the Browns and had to catch up. So that yeah, is a little know, weird to me. Um, but Rams, Tampa, I'm okay with that. Rams look absolutely dominant. Um, they look, they're a scary team. They, especially with Matt Stafford on there, they're a very scary team. And then, uh, obviously, the defending champs have not been dethroned yet, so you got to keep them at number one. But when yeah, I, I don't mind Kansas because again, like you know, to be at the top, you got to beat the top. You know what I mean? And that's definitely what's given Baltimore that number nine for beating them. Um, you know, it's not even about. Riding the team over and over and over. Oh, they're the best. And they've proven it. Like, Patrick Mahomes, he, he doesn't lose regular season games like that. And, well, we saw what happened last week. It's a very close game. They could have easily won that. Um, but, you know, tremendous play from Lamar Jackson there. Uh, and look at the strength of the schedule where they, you know, have playing next. Like, I don't see anybody else really beating them. Who do you think's missing from this list? 
Denver Broncos. My Denver Broncos. Who are know? Who are going to be in the top 10? And if we're not in the power rankings next week, for week three, there's going to be a problem. I have to email someone at ESPN. Who does Denver play <laughs> this week? Eric Jets. Jets. Oh, oh yeah. That's an easy win. That's an easy, easy win. Put win. up that W. So you guys beat up on the Giants, the Jags, and the Jets. What a what a tough what a tough oh. schedule. What a... <laughs> you got to get your layup games, I guess. Yeah, you get your layup games. I'm gonna say the. We don't make the schedule. <laughs> yeah, make this it. I'm gonna go with the Green Bay Packers. I think Green Bay should be in here. I don't know who you take out. Honestly, I think I take out Seattle. Like I just I do not think. They should be in the top ten as of right now. After what I've seen the first two weeks, like, but I, I mean, didn't they get whooped on by freaking uh, Jameis Winston, man? I mean, that week yeah, one, yeah, that was weird. The, the... I get it, but that seems like because I said it was just a weird game. That was a weird game. I know it was bad, but obviously they came back and they won Monday night against the Lions, which isn't a very good team. Um. But they look to be back to where they at, back to where they were at. I think last week against New Orleans, just a very fluky game. Obviously, New Orleans didn't look that good against the uh, Panthers, so that was a little bit of a fluky game. <clears throat> but yeah, I don't know. I think they I, should be in there. I think it's hard to take somebody out because then again, Seattle did beat uh, Indianapolis pretty good, so it's it's hard. It's hard. Yeah, they're definitely I mean, like I mean, eleven or twelve. What, they're definitely right I mean, outside of it. That's one thing about the power rankings. We we never know what they actually take into factor. Is it are they doing basic Vegas odds? Are they doing you know uh, points per game? You know strength of schedule. You know their opponents. Right now it's only week two. You know we had a lot of you know there was a, a week one was uh, pretty good week of games. I didn't see a lot of week two games. Uh, me personally because I was moving shit. But you know it's like I I can't hate on it. I like we'll 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 see. Like I, I expect a lot of these guys, especially the top four, to be. These guys are kind of projected to be or top five. We're really the Bills, um, the Bills, 49ers, Chiefs, Rams, and Bucks. These are like predicted early season. Like they should do well. Uh, they should go, you know, at least into the first round of the playoffs. We'll see how far they get there. But I'm like, ah, yeah, you, you have you have almost the entire and they have the entire NFC West in the top six, which me and Jojo were talking about that last week, like how strong that division is. It's insane. That division is ridiculously strong. And the 49ers to me, like they're back. I was a little iffy when you have teams like that that get so injury-prone one season and then they come back and they become good, but they're not like how they were pre-injury, but it seems like they're completely back to where they were and putting up more points than probably what they were in 2019. So, yeah. What was Let's that get doing? into it, man. Let's get into the week. Uh, what do you want right. to bring up? Uh, so um, here is one big question right here, kind of going back to the Raiders. Is Derek Carr and the Las Vegas Raiders a for real team? Can they challenge the Kansas City Chiefs in the division as well as challenge the Chargers and make the playoffs? And is Derek, And I'm already starting to see things of like if Derek Carr, which I agree, if he continues to stay on this path of how he's playing, he is in the MVP race. Do you think they are for real, or do you think they'll crash and burn? Here's my thoughts, okay, because we actually play the Raiders. Miami Dolphins play the Raiders uh, this upcoming Sunday. Um, every year, they kind of ask this question. For like the past two or three years, they always ask the question, is Derek for real? Are the Raiders for real? Is Derek Carr for real? 
And I feel like this is just kind of reminiscent of like the conversation we had with Ryan Tannehill. Like, is he a franchise quarterback? Will he do it this year? How far will they go? Um, so I'm more of a wait and see guy. Um, I was very high a couple years ago on, on the Raiders. Uh, maybe not last year. Like I'd really follow them uh, too well. But they like a little good guy. They got a, a lot of good uh, skill guys. Um, I know they're tight end. They got Henfro. Uh, what they got Rugs. who can uh, score deep, really fast. Yeah. Got um, Waller. Got so him on my fantasy team. Offensively, like. They should be explosive. They have all the pieces. Like they have the pieces to be successful. So I'm more of like a let's wait and see. Let's see all the tough teams. I'm, I'm trying to look at their schedule to see what kind of tough teams they they have. A pretty easy team. They have a tough schedule later on. They they play Washington week 13, Kansas City week 14, uh, week 10. Um, you know, let's see how they do against uh week four. They're gonna play the they're gonna play the Rams. That's a fucking really good. Uh, I'm sorry. Excuse me. They're gonna play the Chargers. Excuse me. Um, so let's see how they do against good teams. Um, this will be a great matchup this upcoming Sunday. They play the Miami Dolphins. Let me see how to do there. I'm actually more, uh, you know, I'm more, uh, I'm more high on on the Dolphins defense and the offense this year. So let's see how they do. You know, against tough teams. Um, those were big wins. You know, they had one in overtime against Baltimore, Pittsburgh, but um, and the Steelers especially. I would consider Steelers probably a better defense than Baltimore. But those are really two really good teams. So if they continue to you know, stack up games against good teams, then I'll say they're for real, but not in week three, not week two, week three. I will say like, uh, I'm kind of on the same boat as you, but I'm leaning more towards, I think they're for real. I think every year, the past few years, they've been like kind of in the hunt towards the end of the season, but they never have enough wins or can never really close it at the end of the season. And they're just outside of the hunt or just outside of the race. Um, but I think they finally get it figured out. I think this season they finally get, do it. Derek Carr seems to be like a new man right now. They're, he's playing out of his mind so far. Like you said, they have insane weapons. Henry Ruggs is starting to become an insane talent who can really take the top off of defense. Especially, yeah, I was watching the highlights. He uh, had like a 60-yard bomb from Derek Carr and just burned two of the... <clears throat> Pittsburgh secondary two of the Pittsburgh secondary players and obviously you have Darren Waller they have another tight end that I was watching he's actually starting to come into his own carrier I believe his name is and then yeah obviously they have the run game with Kenyon Kenyon Drake J- Josh Jacobs is banged up right now but once he comes back you have a nice one-two punch the offensive line looks really solid they're keeping him upright the defense does its job like they're they're to me they're a serious threat against Kansas City and even the previous times they've played Kansas City they don't get blown out by Kansas City they put up a tough fight against them and I think John Gruden might have something figured out I think they're going to be really good like I have the stats here week one Derek Carr threw 34 out of 56 for 435 yards four touchdowns one interception and then in week two against the Steelers he did 28 for 37 295 yards and two touchdowns so, yeah, if he can keep his rhythm going, and like you said, he has a ton of weapons, and as long as their defense can hold up, which it seems to be they can, they could be – I think they're serious. I think they're for real. I think I would not want to f- go against them. Jojo, do you have oh, So, any- real quick. Yeah, so, uh, what, they play the Dolphins this coming week, right? This coming week. Yeah. They're at home. Right, so they're I, at home. Storyline. Now, look, right, Dolphins, you know, got zipped out at home. Let's say Dolphins make a comeback game, end up beating the Raiders. Will that change your mind on how you view the Raiders next week if they lose against the Dolphins, Julian? I don't think they lose against the Dolphins. One, because you have Jacoby set to is out for uh, this week and 
has a possibility to come back the week after next. Um, but I also I don't think okay, say if Dolphins do win, I still feel good about them because at the end of the day, Dolphins does have a solid defense, even though they lost 35 nothing. You saw flashes of it. That game wasn't as it was a bad game, don't get me wrong, but it wasn't as bad as what you would think. The defense still did com- uh, convert a lot of turnovers and stuff. So I wouldn't be upset at them losing um, and think that it's over. Obviously, it's one game. I would still be sold out. I mean, it also depends how they perform. And I just think I think they're too hot right now. I think they beat they go in Miami or do they play at Miami? I don't know if they play no, at they're, Miami. They're, they're in, no, they're, they're at home. Raiders they're at, at home. Vegas. I'm sorry. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I think they win that game. And even if they do lose, they, I, I'm still not, I'm not, if, as long as they perform well, I'm still not pulling out of my opinion of them. I think to me, for me to change my mind, they would have to lose a few games consecutively and lose it bad. Cause even if you lose close games like that, which are going to happen in the NFL, I'll probably forgive them a little bit. But if they keep on performing like they're doing, I think. It's only up from there. And um, like I said, they beat two really good teams. The Raiders beat two really good teams. And we'll see when they play Kansas City. Like I said, they play Kansas City week 10, week 14. So That's going to be a shootout game. That's going to be a shootout game. It'll be fun. So hopefully, you know, they stay healthy uh, until then, until we meet them. But they do play the Dolphins. And speaking of the Dolphins, we're going to discuss about what happened with Gabe's Dolphins and what happened that game, Gabe, and how can they bounce back? Tua has fractured rib. He has a possible return to come week four, but I'm not sure about that. That's probably a very optimistic outlook of it. I'm thinking maybe he misses two weeks, but what, do you, what did you see, and how do you think they can bounce back, Gabe? As well, a pretty much. Fan. I started. I started watching the first half. I didn't see the injury. Um, I actually turned on the game. I had like three computers going on. I had two TVs. I'm in the middle of moving, so I didn't get to see the beginning of the game. Um, but I did turn it on to see when uh Brissett was in. I was like, "What the hell is that?" Because Brissett definitely has a different body build. Than <laughs> Who the um, fuck is that? Uh, my observations from the game. Uh, Brissett came in and he he made a couple. You know, he was good throwing short passes. I saw he threw. He was like beaming. He was throwing cannons like five seven yards hard up the middle i'm like yo this guy like this is like i can see it was coming off the screen like yo this shit is he's throwing this shit hard um but at other times um uh it seemed like a he didn't have enough time there was a lot of problems with the line i think the, the line was porous didn't give him a lot of chances to uh to throw it uh throw it deep um uh, and also some of the throws were just kind of like they were like duck farts it was like we overthrow it i throw it out of bounds um they weren't really able to get it going. And I feel like the defense was, you know, the defense was trying to put up a fight uh, uh, that game. And it's just like they were on the field way too much. You know, like you just get fucking tired. If you're like on gassed. The, if you're on the field all the time. Like you just, I mean, you know what I mean? As much as you want to condition, I mean, you can't be out there forever. You know what I mean? At some point, your offense has got to do, help you out and be productive. They got to, you know, keep the ball, keep rushing the ball. So um, my overall thoughts was the offense line was terrible. I can't tell if. Jacoby Brissett is good or not if the offensive line doesn't give him a chance to even like do his fucking job. So um, I, I'm not a bigger believer. Um, hopefully um, Tua can't come back. Fracture ribs are hard. Once you fracture your bone, you know, it takes like six to eight weeks. But this is a rib. So this man is breathing this. You know what I mean? Like he has to go to bed, Lance bed, probably on his back or whatever. Yeah, I'm wondering if it's, it's very thin because they're saying it 
they're saying in like two weeks he's coming back. So it must not be super even, bad, but yeah. yeah. Even if so, like still it's you know, it's gonna it's gonna be bother him, it's gonna ache him. It might change, you know, the way he throws. So um I would rather him just take as much time as you need. If you're out for a month, whatever. That's why we have backup yeah. That's why there's like I don't want the team rushing him back in hopes yeah. of being a hero. Honestly, man, it's your future quarterback. Just let him heal. Yeah. You know, it's you had a bad loss. You know you need him. Just, you know, later on. Especially with the offensive line playing so poorly. It's like, yo, even if he was healthy, like the offensive line was still bad. Like, you know, we can't even evaluate. Even if the offensive, let's say he didn't get hurt. How can we evaluate if Tua is good or not, or if he's the guy or not, if the fucking offensive line is, you know, letting guys get in the backfield? You know I mean, so. Um, yeah. One thing I saw from the that. Line. Yeah. One thing I saw from that was like, one thing, Brissett actually didn't look terrible. He looked pretty good. It seemed like they would freeze up right when they would get into like near field goal range. Right when they get into the enemy's uh, territory, it seemed like that's when they started to like kind of like freeze up and like couldn't convert. But you see, like I said, I saw Jacoby Brissett make some nice throws. He had a nice arm strength. There was moments where I noticed he didn't step in the pocket, and that ended up causing sacks. When in moments he probably should have stepped up. He was. I saw inconsistencies, but I did see he played pretty decent um, at times, especially in the first half. He looked pretty good. Um, but they need, yeah, the offensive line still. I think they allowed six sacks, which is just too much. Uh, it seemed like they never really could get the running game going down. Granted, you're down, but I did see some things where it's like I felt like the running backs were missing holes at times, and they were kind of forced to throw. And there were some moments he he would get into a certain rhythm, and then they went for that fourth and two and didn't convert right there. So that kind of like that would have put them within one possession, and then I think that from there just really went downhill. And then, like you said, I in the second half of the game, you could just tell that the defense looked gassed because they were doing a good job. They were, they were doing a good job against Josh Allen in the first half. Josh Allen did not look too great in that first half, but then in the second half they came on and they ended up just racking up the points. And that's what I was saying, like 35 to nothing. It wasn't the worst 35 to nothing you've like I've seen. Like there was just a lot of bad execution, it seemed like. And yeah, the offensive line. It looked shaky, but I will say at times it looked like it. there was moments where it's probably on the QB's fault. And the same thing goes for like the running game. There was moments where it felt like the running backs just weren't hitting those holes like they were supposed to. And but, you know, I mean, the Bills have their number, man. Like every time they play the Bills, they just get blown out. And the Bills just. It's a thing, man, I even even if Tua was in that game, I don't know if they win that game. I think the Bills still blow them out, honestly. I don't know if necessarily Tua would have really made a difference. It's not like Tua's the guy who you trust to go in there and drop 30 on a team. And well, I mean, I disagree. Against- I, don't, I don't say that, you know, with Tua being in, it, it would definitely make a difference. I mean, they might not win the game, but you can't say their future quarterback, think, you know. Not, I think they score a couple touchdowns. I think they score a couple yeah, touchdowns, I mean, like, but I don't. I think they still get blown out. But I mean, the confidence standpoint, you know, for the entire team having a starting quarterback, and then you know, it changes the whole demeanor of the game. You see your guy go out with an injury, and they're just thinking like, "Damn, like, yeah, this game's probably over." But like, yo, you probably get some points on the board. You know what I mean? Or you never know if Tua shows out. You know what I mean? It could be. Well, that's what I was saying. Season. 
Well, that's you what won't I'm know saying. unless he. I mean, yeah. I was gonna say because there's like periods like when Brissett first came in, they were on a roll. They were moving the ball. They were being efficient with it, and it almost seemed like if Tua wasn't there, and then it just like it just kind of fell apart. And like I just don't know if Tua really would have made a difference. Honestly, I think the Bills' def- defensive line had the Dolphins' number when it came to the offensive line, and. Uh, I don't. I don't think that outcome would have changed. Maybe they score an extra touchdown or two, but I think. I think the Bills is just too much for them. I see Dolphins winning very grindy games, like they did against the Patriots, like games like low scoring, just kind of like keeping it close. Because, like I said, he's the Dolphins' offense. Uh, two is just not going to be that guy who's putting up thirty. Like you, can't, you just can't trust him to put up thirty for you. You just you can't. Like he he can at times, but. When yeah. you're going against the Bills and stuff like, you you expect to if you're going to beat the Bills and the Chiefs or they're going to put up 28 or more, yeah. and you got to be able to and, do and that. Mind you, this is the first time that he's actually getting the keys to the you know he's getting keys to a Ferrari because last year you know he would come in and out whatever. Let's say he would mess up slow, and then we'll bring in uh, Fitzpatrick and then we'll start Fitzpatrick. Sometimes he will come later in the game. So like this is the first season. Like okay, mm-hmm. we're going to give you all that. We're going to give you we got we drafted Waddle. We're gonna give you all the weapons that you need, all the time you need. You're gonna start. You're gonna be a starter, and it just kind of sucks that like now this early he got injured again. So it's like, okay, we can't evaluate him now because a we can't evaluate him now because he's injured now. But even if we could evaluate him, like his O line is not even giving him a chance to like. I can't even tell if he's good or bad because the O line is so bad. Like you know what I mean? If he has you know all the pieces there set, it's like yo, all you have to do is be a playmaker. You know what I mean? That's that's the kind of evaluation we want, and right now we can't see that. So, um, I still think you know I'm still high on Tua. I mean, hopefully, you know, comes fully recovered. Like I said, the O line will, uh, yeah, get better. Uh, I don't week, think rush him. Game against the Raiders. Yeah, it's t- it's a tough game on the road. You got to go to you got to go to Las Vegas. Uh, who knows? Maybe they might get the Las Vegas flu. These Miami guys. Um, uh, so we'll see, man. I'm still high on Tua. Uh, and shout out to the Bills, man. I mean, the Bills are a good team. They were. Uh, remember, the Bills were a, a Heineke away from from beating the the Chiefs. Because I, <laughs> I think. Uh, uh, was it Pat- Patrick Mahomes went out that game? I think with a concussion or something. What was it? Injury. They put in Heineke and Heineke won it for him. So no, that's the real deal, Henny. man. I, yeah. And Henny, that was Henny, against sorry. that. That was against the Browns. That was a different game. Oh, sorry. the Bills. The Bills um, got but, beat pretty bad against the Chiefs in the AFC Championship. The AFC yeah. Championship. So the, you know these are AFC. No, the, they, they went to the finals. Uh, uh, so, man, shout out to the Bills. The Bills are a really good team, and you know just when we thought. Just when the Dolphins thought, oh, fucking Tom Brady's gone, here comes the fucking Buffalo Bills. They're like the real deal now. So. I will say, too, uh, real see. quick, finding notes, uh, I'll just say that Jacoby said he's one and one. Yeah. Let's see. Overall, I think don't rush to a – I think Brissett's not a t- – he's not a bad backup. He can rattle you off a couple wins. He's not terrible. So I don't think rush him. Like as long as you got a good game go. plan set up, you can you can win with Brissett. He's not like dog shit. Like he, I mean, he won some games over in Indianapolis. So yeah, you heard it here first, folks. Don't go be Brissett. He's not dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, on to the next one. Is are we seeing a new generation of Sam Darnold? Is Sam Darnold finally starting to come to his potential? Finally starting to come into fruition for the Carolina Panthers. I will say that he looks good. He looks pretty damn good. Did you guys see any uh, Sam Darnold action? Oh, in what look, we, we knew he was good. It's nice to finally see him play in a real team. 
we know why we weren't able to see him perform. <laughs> we all we all know why. So what's his record now? Is he are they two and zero? They're two and zero right now. Yeah. They beat up on the Saints and they beat up on the Jets, and now they're oh, going to play tonight against Houston. So they're on track to go three and zero, I think. Oh, I will make I will form my opinion after tonight's game. Really? Well, well, here, here's the thing about right. Thursday. Team, does that even count as a win? Because you beat up on a terrible organization, terrible franchise in the Jets. Now, last week, okay, I I give him that. Right, his numbers look good. His you know completion percentage looks good. He had good yards. Uh, you know, I feel his like completion tonight, man, percentage looks really good. Yeah, he's being efficient. I can tell you that. Hey, Gabe. Yeah, so he's he's got about seventy on uh so far two games seventy percent uh you know sixty eight point five seventy percent completion rate last game seventy uh seventy eight point one QBR um Sam Darnold here's the thing man this is what I feel like again to bring it back to my Dolphins Tannehill it's like is he the franchise he's gonna be a quarter is the real deal and guess what you're like ah oh, whatever we tried him out he was here for seven eight years and do shit um like JoJo said like obviously he was drafted high we knew he was good coming out of college. But it's like organizationally, what did what did they do to set him up for success? They had Robbie Anderson for a little bit of the Jets, and then you know he actually went to uh, the Panthers now with Sammy. Yeah, Dog. now he's with Sammy. <laughs> um, so it's like um, you know, once Tannehill left, he goes to the Titans, and they're like, yo, now the Titans are really good. So it's like he just probably needed that, that change. He needed that change, um, and it's you know tough now because they got Robert Sala. Uh, even though the Jets aren't doing good, people really like Robert Sala. Um, it's just like you just need that organizational change. You need a new, fresh start to be like, yo, I'm going to prove him wrong. Everybody said I was terrible. I was a laser draft pick. And look, now he goes somewhere else, and he finds success. So, And know. I think the coaching staff is way better compared to New New York. I mean, they had Adam Gase, which probably shouldn't even been a coach at that time. And then you go down to Rule, and uh, I believe his name is Joe Brady, uh, offensive coordinator for the Carolina Panthers. And they have a really good system, and they got good weapons, man. They got DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, like you mentioned. Obviously, Kish, Christian McCaffrey's back. Uh, offensive yeah. line looks solid. Um, so, and the defense is pretty good. I just picked them up on my fantasy team. The defense, they're they're a solid defense. Uh, they could be really good. It's a perfect situation for him. I think last year, uh, that team should have been better than uh, what they actually were. Obviously, they had uh, Teddy Bridgewater and. Who's to say Teddy Bridgewater probably wouldn't be playing better this season if he had the weapons that uh, Sam Darnold did because McCaffrey was out pretty much the whole season, which adds a whole different like element to their game. And yeah, he just looks super efficient. His arm strength looks incredible. The, his presence in the pocket and the way he steps up is just really good. I, w- I went back and watched those games and his highlights and he just he looks super efficient he looks comfortable he doesn't look like he's seeing ghosts like he was in new york and he just looks confident like he look he looks like he does not look the same at all like it's insane to see the transformation um like to me like Tannehill, i still see the essence of Tannehill that you see in miami like i'm not super sold on Tannehill, honestly like he's solid now he's turned out to be solid but also that team has incredible weapon so it's like how much is that really Tannehill um yeah. but Sam Darnold he's he's gonna be pretty I think Panthers gonna be better well, than people you know, think what was that how you utilize your weapons as well you know what I mean just because they're there doesn't mean you know how to utilize them and if he's utilizing them he's obviously doing something right 
Well, if you just hand it off the yeah. ball to Derrick Henry 30, 40 times a game. <laughs> yeah, that's all you have to do. They, they're, a run, uh, they're a run first team. But but uh, I just want to bring up Tannehill just because, you know, whatever. I'm talking about just Dolphins in general, Tannehill, Tua. You know, these guys that are drafted high, their first round picks, they're the whatever, first quarterback, second quarterback drafted. Like there's that expectation of like, okay, you got to be great out the gate. It's like maybe he's just above average. You know what I mean? Maybe he just needs to feel comfortable and, and, and you know, you lay down – the you give him a, a chance to be successful and then he can you know he can blossom and bloom and maybe he's the greatest quarterback we ever know or maybe he's just pretty decent like i said these numbers aren't out the water he's throwing 305 yards two touchdowns these are not out the water but like you said he's very efficient throwing 70 percent completion rate uh 78 qbr it's, it's, he's doing pretty good he's doing yeah, better I, than he did with the jets i'll tell you that he looks i've always better, you know what I mean? i've always felt that like 60 percent is system 40 percent is the the player and yeah. I really think because there's moments in New York where you see it like you you see those little flashes. And I think everybody kind of gave him because I think if he was anywhere else other than New York, he probably wouldn't have got another chance as a starter, like fully committed to him. And but because of that, he got a chance in Carolina. And like I said, he just looks super efficient. Like, I don't think he's really blowing anybody out of the water. But like, I mean, the name of the game is just being efficient, getting your first downs and scoring. And that's what he's doing. And he looks damn good at it. And then Carolina's going to be a lot better than people think coming into the season. I, I really think they are. I mean, obviously, they haven't had a crazy test because I don't think New Orleans is as great as what we saw against them in against Green Bay. But we'll see when they go against Tampa and they go against uh, <clears throat> New Orleans again. See uh, if New Orleans can bounce back and whoever else they face throughout the week because... I think they could be a pretty solid team. I think they can be. They're definitely. I think they can make the hunt for the playoffs. I don't know if they necessarily make it, but I think they'll be in the hunt. But yeah, going on to another young quarterback, finally announced as the starter is Chicago Bears QB Justin Fields. Finally announced as the starter, Andy Dalton is um, going to be sitting on the bench. I also believe he got injured. Yeah, he's I think out. he's injured. Damn. That is why he's starting. Yeah, he's out. Wow, and man. I knew that was going to happen. I knew it was going to. I don't think they were going to pull out Andy on on off base of performance if he kept him playing like he did the uh, against uh, Los Angeles. And I knew had a feeling he was going to get hurt. And uh, yeah, Justin Fields is starting, and now they find Chicago Bear fans finally get a chance to see what they got who they traded up nine spots in the draft for to go get because he unreasonably fell down to 11th which i don't think he ever should have but yeah i think who does the bears play this week the bears play Nick Fol- well uh oh who they play the schedule they play they play uh, the browns they cleveland. play at cleveland at so, cleveland. so you got a tough you got a you got a tough defense and you're and you're away so it's going to be a real test for him but if anybody can handle it as a rookie i think justin fields can he's gone against some really played in really tough environments and played against really tough opponents and had to endure a lot and i think i think he's going to be good i I don't expect anything crazy out of the world but i don't think he's going to play terrible i don't think he's going to be zach wilson four interceptions terrible (laughs) but I think he's going to be solid. I think they're going to utilize his legs. I don't think they're going to like do a whole lot of design runs, but I think I, 
I think he's going to scramble a lot. And I think he's going to look really strong in that pocket. That was one of the things I saw out of Ohio State when he was playing. He just looks really strong out of the pocket. And then he's got an arm. He's really good at the deep ball. So I would like to see them really open it up for him, have it throw him deep to Allen Robinson, and really get the run game going with Montgomery. I'm not. I wasn't very high. I'm not very high on the Chicago Bears. I think last time I was kind of rooting for them. They, they had a playoff run and they lost. Um, I think it was a couple of years ago when they first traded Khalil Mack when they came. They the they made it last year. They made it last year. They yeah. lost against the uh, New Orleans. No, oh my God, who they was I, it New Orleans? I, don't know. I think it was New Orleans. I don't know because I had I had a fucking Tariq yes, Cohen. it was New Orleans. Or had Tariq Cohen a couple times. And that guy. Not good. Um, so uh, <laughs> as far as offensively, I don't like their run game. Montgomery is fine. Uh, it looks healthy, running good. They have Daniel Williams uh, behind. He's looked him. a little um, slow so, this year so far. I have him on my fantasy team. He looks he, he's yeah. been a little slow. He's been average. Yeah. So as uh, so, you know, it, this is a tough game. So you're gonna go on the road. You're gonna go to Browns. Browns are a good team, and you're going on the road, and you know you get your first official start. So you know it's gonna be a tough matchup. You know, I I would like to see what he does. Like like I said, I, um, I haven't seen uh, you know. Justin Fields' whole career, but from what I hear, people you know hold him in high regards. So, um, you know, he's a deep thrower, has a big arm. So we'll see what they do. Hopefully, they connect very well with the wide receivers. They still have Allen Robinson, um, and they have Marquise Goodwin. We'll see what they does. Like you know, what I mean, I, 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 a, I'm not, I'm not high on the Bears anyway. So you know, hopefully he can do well, but I don't expect uh, this week uh, for uh, the Bears to do well against the Browns this week. Bears but got a good defense. Does. The Bears have a good defense and they always find a way to win, I feel like. And now same thing with last year. Like I don't know if you guys remember last year. They went like five and zero at one point. Like they just they always find a way to win. Um their defense always keeps them in the game and that's a quarterback's and offense's best friend is the defense stepping up and doing well and yeah, as long as he, I, like I said, I hopefully they don't set him up to just have him throw it deep every single time, and hopefully the offensive line can hold their own against Clowney and Miles Garrett because those two seem to be eaten right now. So hopefully they can just keep it down. He can stay confident and just make his reads. You know, make your nobody's asking the world from him. Just just make your reads, do your checkdowns when you need to, and just keep the ball moving and keep stay efficient. Use your legs if you need to. And yeah, I, I, like I said, I was saying this last week with JoJo is like, this is going to be, it's going to add a certain spark to the team. I think he adds a certain, a certain um, ability that just Andy Dalton couldn't bring you. I thought Andy Dalton's average. He's been in probably going to be in this league for a few more years, just as a backup. I think his starting years is done. Yeah, that's why I was questioning it. I was talking to Julian last week about it. I was like, yo, we, we've seen what, what happened with the Cowboys. He was the backup. Like, a whole season, you know, not not to take anything away from Andy Dalling, but you know, give give the guy you moved up draft picks for a chance, and finally he's getting it. Yeah, because it's not like how it used to be, where it's like you want a guy sitting because the NFL game is so different from college. It's like the NFL game is getting closer and closer to college, and that's why you're seeing so many guys just starting to be better versus like the ratio of guys being good coming out of the college and being bad has like gone up significantly. So it's like, why not just throw him in there, man? Just like, why why waste a year when you could have used that year figuring out who he is and let him learn? Because at the end of the day, I heard one player say, he's like, at the end of the day, there's nothing like playing a game. Like, you, you'll never understand the speed or how everything is unless you're actually in there playing it. Because there's nothing, you, there's no other way you can replicate it instead of just playing the game. So give him the experience. Why why waste it? You know? That's Good luck. Good luck, Justin Fields. <laughs> All right, hurt. and then we are going to end it off here 
with the week three picks and predictions. We're going to run through every single game. We're going to give our predictions of who we think will will win and cover their spread or not cover their spread. So, Gabe, we're going to keep track of this so we can keep week by week who we think. So we're going to get a little trash talk going so he gets the best record and who's going to make the most money for the fans out there. So we're going to start off. I'm not liable for your money. He's putting that out there. <laughs> Do what we're you gonna, want with your money. We're going to start off with the first game, which is actually today, so people might not see this, but we're going to talk about it anyways. Uh, we got Carolina Panthers at Houston, and the spread is minus 7.5. I'm going to start off with me so first. I'm going to go, I think Panthers win, but they do not cover. So I'm going Houston plus 7.5. Wow. All right. Um, I am not. Houston wins. I take Houston. I think. I think Panthers. I think Panthers win, but they don't cover seven and a half. I think Houston gets within there, and they. So I'll bet on Houston plus seven and a half. Yeah, he's taking the. He's taking the. Okay, you're probably a win. They're minus one oh two. Um, as far as this game, I'm not a fan of Houston. Houston. Uh, I think they're terrible. They're pretty bad. I don't know if they're as bad as the Jets. I mean, they did beat the Jaguars, so they do have that. Um, I got the Carolina Panthers. They're, they're going to outscore this Texans team. It's not you think they're going to cover? Even though Thursday games, I do not like Thursday games, but they're going to cover. They're going to win by 10 points. How about that? I'll take Ooh. Carolina. 10. JoJo, who you got? I actually agree with that. I think Carolina by 10. All right. I guess I'm go. the lone soul over here. All right. You your faith in Houston. We got Arizona at Jacksonville. Oh, boy. Oh, so Arizona is minus seven and a half. And you know what? I will take that. Oh, you're taking, you're taking Arizona. Huh? I'll you're take Arizona. Your... I'll go against my own team because if money's on the line, that's more important. So right. I'll actually take Arizona. My, I probably, you know I won't. I, pers- I don't like betting on my own team unless it's to win. I will never bet against my team, so I will not put money on this game. But for recommendations, I would probably put Arizona minus seven and a half. You know what they say? It's all it's the old win-win. Like you, you bet against your team, but if your team wins, it's just like okay, my team won. But if I my team loses, I'm like okay, I still won the best. Yeah, I will never bet win. against my team. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna take Arizona, man. Arizona plus seven. That's easy, man. Palomar two point Arizona's winning by ten. <laughs> They're probably winning all right. By more. So we're more. all we're all getting Arizona minus seven and a half. All right. Now we got Indianapolis at Tennessee, and it's Tennessee minus five. And you know what? I will take Tennessee minus five. I think they cover their line at home. I think the Colts look shaky. Uh, Carson Wentz. I don't know, man, about Carson. So yeah, I'm gonna go to the same. I'm gonna go Tennessee. Tennessee is one of my probably my not one of my favorite teams in the NFL, but I, I like to see Tennessee do well. So I got them running the ball all day, holding on to the ball. Tennessee for me. I have Tennessee winning by at least a touchdown. All right, so we all got Tennessee minus five. <clears throat> all right, oh, next yeah. game we got Baltimore at Detroit. Baltimore is minus seven and a half, and I will take Baltimore minus seven and a half. I think they cover the line. Detroit oh. looks like a shit show. So yeah. Yeah, this is easy. I got <laughs> this is Ravens easy all day. It's not even. I think I they cover that. 
I didn't want to eat talk about Patrick week in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. That performance from Lamar Jackson, I'm betting against him. Even at, at Detroit, I think they still take it home. All right, so next one, we're going Washington at Buffalo. Washington is, I mean, Buffalo is minus seven. And I'm going Washington plus seven. I think wow. they, uh, I think Buffalo does not gonna cover. You're going to score more. You're going to score like nine or ten points, do you think? No, I think, I think Buffalo doesn't cover. Oh, they don't cover. Okay, so you're going Washington. I'm going, I go, I think Bills win, but I'm, I don't think they cover, so I'll go. I'll bet Washington plus seven. I think Washington keep they keep close games, man. They keep close games. But you got to think. I mean, the Buffalo Bills they're at home, right? I got that right. You're at Buffalo, but Washington defense is good, man. I don't know. I just I feel like they always find a way to keep it close. They always find a way to keep it close. I mean, I think there's a slight advantage to the home team, and I'm always going for the home team. It's even. It's both minus ten. Both. Yeah. So it's it's split fifty fifty. Yeah. Seven points is always a tough because you know you always want to get that half because seven points even is like they gotta go over. So they have scored, you know, nine or yeah. ten or above that. So uh I'm gonna go with the Bills anyways. I think they're really good. But this should be like game of the week stuff. Like yeah, I'm that's 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 dead even. That's uh, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Jojo. I what was that? I agree with Gabe. Buffalo minus seven. All right, I'm the lone soul on that one too. All right. Here we go. This is going to be an interesting Don't one. Predict. New Orleans at New England. New England minus three. I am taking New England with the minus three. I hate that it's minus three and not like two and a half, but I'll take minus because I, I think that's pretty spot on, man, because I think New England does win by yeah. three, but I think they can get more than three. So I'm going New England minus three. Yeah, this game is close. But uh, I always give home team advantage because home team always has slight advantage. New England's so hard to play to at. Too. Yeah, I'm going New Orleans plus wow. three. Wow. Plus three. Wow. Plus three. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Bad. New Orleans. So JoJo separates from Gabe. Finally, he gets off the tee. Okay. <laughs> All right. Next game. All right. We got Los Angeles Chargers at Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City is minus six and a half. And one thing, if you guys didn't know, last year, Kansas City almost never, never covers their line. So I'm going Los Angeles plus six and a half. Kansas City always finds a way to like turn it up at like the last 30 seconds of a game and like win it. Yeah. It should also be a fun I, I, game. No. You're going to go with the Chargers too, the JoJo? No, because they're not going to cover their line. I'm going, Chiefs going to win, but. Six, yeah, I'll take that charter six and a half. Yeah. All right, I'll probably do the same thing. I'm gonna go with the Chargers as well. I'm just typing it in, so uh, I'll probably go to the Chargers as well. But this should be also a fun game to watch. So I'll probably keep this on my two screen my computer. I got one, it's a I one o'clock game right game. there. Yeah. It's at Kansas City, too, so yeah, that's another thing. Uh, but yeah, they never cover their line. All right, so we got Chicago at Cleveland, like we mentioned, Cleveland is minus seven. And I will think Cleveland wins, but they don't cover. So I'll take Chicago plus seven and a half. I mean, plus seven. I think Chicago keeps close games. Uh, Browns seem to only blow out teams when they're really bad. So I'm going with the Browns. Browns yeah. minus seven. Even though Landry, I believe Landry, or is it Landry's out? Or I'm not sure out. who's out. I haven't been. I think Landry's out. OBJ's back in. 
but I'm still going to the Browns. I'll go ahead and go with the Browns on this one. Minus seven. All right. At home? Yeah. Yep. I don't know, man. You're giving the Bears a lot of credit, Julian. What was that? You're giving the Bears a lot of credit. They got a good defense, man. They keep games yeah. close. They got a they but got a really thing. solid defense. It's even, this is here's a dead thing. split game too. It's minus ten, yeah. no matter which way you go. I mean, minus uh one ten, no matter. Yeah. So they Vegas has it fifty fifty. So, but the thing with the Browns is they they score a lot of points in the first half of the you know, but they do pretty well in the first quarter, or the first half, and then the second half is like usually as a blowout. They're always trying to catch up whatever they let go of leads and shit. But that's like the Browns winning at home. Like I, I'm not like I said, I'm not high on the Bears. So. Yeah, I just don't think Browns cover. All right. All right. Now we got this one. This is actually a little closer than I think. Uh, we got Bengals at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is minus three. I'm taking Pittsburgh minus three. Taking Pitt, I'll go the same. And that yeah. is the and that is the favorite, uh, because it's that's minus one twelve. So yeah, I'll I'll take Pittsburgh at home to I'll get more than Pittsburgh. three points. Jojo, what'd you say? I agree. All right. She's got Pitt. All right. <clears throat> Atlanta at New York. New York minus three. I'm going to go. I'll take New York minus three. New York's good. I think Danny, Danny Dimes is, is showing out. Game. This is a boo boo <laughs> game. The Falcons suck. This also, we're talking about terrible teams. The Falcons are also terrible, even though, you know, very high on, on Kyle, Kyle, was it Kyle Pitts? Kyle Pitts. Joe's got Pitts on his fantasy team. Yeah. Um, so hopefully you do well, but the Falcons are boo-boo. I'll take the Giants at home. Danny Dimes looks good, man. You know what? Giants need a win. I think they're going to get a win. It's the right team right now. Hopefully give them some hope there, continuing the season. So go Giants. And the fate, they actually have Atlanta as the fate with one uh, minus 118 to get that plus three. So you can make some not bad money with the Giants. All right, Dolphins at Raiders. They got the Raiders minus four and a half, and I will take the Raiders at minus four yeah, and a half. That's an easy one. Why is the line spread differently? You have a second, you have a backup quarterback. They're on the road. Like, why? Did, why is this line bigger? Four and a half points? Like, that's easy money. And they have it leaning towards the Dolphins at minus uh, – no, no, my bad. Never mind. No, yeah, they have it leaning towards the Dolphins at minus 118 So to cover. So that's a little surprising to me. Yeah, I'll take the Ra- Raiders minus four and a half Money? with a minus one, yeah. 104. That, that spread should be different. Like, it should be a little bit bigger. So I'm going Raiders. 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 Yeah, we got to make some Raiders. money this week. All right, this is – oof. I don't know how I feel about New York Jets at Denver Broncos. They have the Broncos minus 10 and a half. <laughs> 10 and a half. That's yeah, high. Baby. Ooh, that is high. Oh, man. Um, I go Jets plus 10 and a half. Denver wins, yeah. but I don't think they cover. I go Jets Same. 10 and a half. I don't, that's Same. too I don't... high. That high spread <laughs> scared <laughs> me. <laughs> Why? That's I, I just, I think that... That's a high, dude. That's really high, and it's not like Denver's really put putting up crazy points. They're gonna shut out. They're gonna. You think they're gonna shut out the Jets like that by two touchdowns? Whatever. Against the Jets, though, you don't think against the Jets? Not two touchdowns. Yeah, it might be closer than what these points are. I'm gonna go with the Jets because I don't think Denver's. That's a that's a big spread, man. That's ten and a half. That's a lot, and Denver's not really putting up points like that. Like you know, like. 
They went twenty-three. What was the score against the Jags? Twenty-three thirteen. Like they didn't even get that against the Jags. So I don't know if they get that against the Jets. And at home. Well, yep. never mind. No, they're at Broncos. They're on the road against the Jags. Did their thing, and they got the Jets, bro. It's the Jets. You gonna take them to cover? That's a high fucking cover. Ten points. So they score eleven or more. I'm taking them. All right, bro, come on. taking it's, it. It's All right. Not Gabe, who'd you have? It's the, the Jets. Come on, man. Gabe, you're taking the Broncos minus ten and a half. Yeah. I'm taking Jets plus ten and a half. Right, what's the next game? Wait, what was your answer? You don't know. He said the Broncos. He said the Broncos. No, I'm talking about you, Gabe. Oh, me? The Jets. I'm taking the Jets. I don't think All the right, Broncos so me and you are on the same page. Okay. I don't think the Broncos are going to cover. All right. We got Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay Ronconeers at L.A. Tampa's one and a half. Minus one and a half. Wow, so they got wow. it like 50-50. Game of the week. That's Another a good game. Like Four o'clock Sunday. Third game got to watch. So that's the third game to watch the afternoon. I'm match. taking um, LA plus one and a half. I'll take LA plus okay. one and a half. And I think they can win it. I'll take LA on the money line too. They got them plus 108. So I'll take them on the money line as well. I this think they the, win the game. The, this is the matchup to see. Like I said, usually the home teams have an advantage. So LA should have the advantage. But it's Tampa. They got weapons, though. They got bright. They got Goodwin, or they got fucking Browns Mike hurt. Evans. They got AJ Brown. Well, Browns hurt. Man, this is a tough game. Antonio, this is a tough game to pick. You know what? I'm going Tampa, baby. Tampa gonna win. Tom Brady, he goes into place and he just wins. I'm so going... you take the minus? Do you take the minus one and a half? Yeah, they're gonna win by. So you take the money one. line and and for them to cover. I think yeah, yeah. I take I take Tampa LA Bay, on the Tampa I Bay take... wins by. Yeah, I'll take LA on the money line and plus one and a half. I'm going Georgia. Tampa wins by a field goal. So you got Tampa you got minus Tampa, one right? and a half. Next All game. Right. That should be a good game. That's another good game. That is a very good game. All right. Seattle at Minnesota. This is a tough one. Um, They got Seattle minus one and a half at Minnesota. I'm going to go Seattle. I think Seattle covers. Um, I got faith in Seattle. Um, I know people giving up hope. I haven't yet. You got faith in your boy Russell. It's gonna go in yeah. and show out. Uh, I haven't seen I think, anything from Minnesota. Minnesota yeah, is I improved. Bike- I will say they're definitely not. I don't think they're gonna be as bad as they were last year. But I don't think they win. Beat Seattle. Like I said, I was gonna say the same thing. Vikings are improved. They're a better team. Seahawks are not the team of the old. Um, you know what? Fuck it. I just switched my mind. I'm doing the Vikings. Fuck it. Vikings. I'm going the Vikings. I'm going Vikings at home. Dalvin Cook, FSU. Um, you taking the money line too? You taking the, the winning? Line? 130? No, one, yeah, uh, 108. I'll take them to win it all. All right. Plus one and a half and the money line. All right. Then we got, this is a good one. Green Bay at San Francisco 2019 NFC Championship Ooh. game repeat. I am taking because I like this bet. I'll take Green Bay. Wow. Plus three 
and the money line to win it plus 140. Wow. So where did faith come back in with Aaron Rodgers all of a sudden? You were just talking highly of the Niners. It's a close game. I'm surprised it's not closer. I'm surprised they have it minus three. Um, I'm surprised it's not like one and a half. Uh, partly, I like the odds. I, I I like the odds. I like it's plus 140 for Green Bay to win and plus three. I would take my chances on that. Um, so, yeah, fuck it. I'm going Green Bay plus three and the money line plus 140. I was gonna go Green Bay regardless of your decision, so okay. I'm going ahead and. Green Bay and that's Rogers a tough game. That's Sunday night. That's oh. Sunday night football. That's a, that's a big money uh, game right there. I'm gonna separate from both of y'all. I'm gonna go 49ers because I seen Green Bay put up a duck fart. I think they duck fart again. <laughs> you take just the the spread, or you take the money line? I'll take the home team. I'll take the I'll take the the minus three. And the win. Okay. Yeah. Well, obviously you take the win. Yeah. Um. All right. Final game Monday Night Football. We got the Philadelphia Eagles at Dallas Cowboys. They got the Cowboys minus three and a half. And you know what? I'll think I'll take the Cowboys at minus three and a half because I don't even think they win by a touchdown. I think they win by like five, five, four points. I think they just get over three and a half. Listen, being now that I'm newly moved to Texas, we get the Texas. Gabe's new favorite team. No, it's (laughs) not my new favorite team. This is the (laughs) Boo Boo Bowl, okay? This is the Boo Boo Bowl of Monday night. Um, Eagles, Cowboys, I don't give a fuck about any of these teams. I don't care. Um, I do have the Cowboys winning just because of the home team, home favorite. I always give the advantage to the home team. But I honestly don't give a goddamn fuck. Uh, but Zeke there's Elliott, money on the line. Like, if you don't care, you put 20 bucks on I have Zeke Elliott, <laughs> Zeke Elliott on my team, and he is garbage. I'm going to trade him away as fast as I can. If I can get rid of Zeke Elliott. <laughs> I ain't taking no trade. Please give me a trade. He is not fast. You know, I had him last year, right? And I was highly disappointed. That's why I didn't pick him up again. I'm like, yo, you're going to have a long season with this guy. But I got the Cowboys. Cowboys, that's mine. Minus three and a half. All right, I got Cowboys minus three and a half. Final pick, JoJo. It's always funny. Everyone gets hyped, right? Like, you see some momentum with the Cowboys. I feel like this is the game that they're going to get shit on by an unexpected. (laughs) Everyone's hopes are just going to die out once again. I'm going Eagles to win this game. Don't get me ah. wrong. I hope the Eagles, because there's nothing that brings me more joy than seeing the Cowboys lose. But if I had to put money on it, I'd probably take that Cowboys three and a half. But Cowboy fans are the worst. They always think they're going to win the Super Bowl. They're always like, yo, how about them Cowboys? We're going to take it this year. Every single year, they always say that shit. They ain't do shit since 1995, 1996. Okay, get out of here. (laughs) There's children born that never seen the Cowboys win and have a successful. <laughs> Boo boo boo, caca, All right, JoJo, close it out for us. Oh, before we close it out, see, Julian thought I wouldn't right. bring it up, but you know you, what happened right. last week? You thought what happened with the Denver Broncos? My Denver Broncos against. Jacksonville native over here. Jaguars. <laughs> Let's talk about that game real quick, and then we can close it out. What you got, Julian? Let's, let's get a little recap on uh, how many tears you shed last weekend. 
We just got out coached, man. Like to me, <laughs> bro, like, it's just out coached. Like it, the offensive coordinator, our offensive coordinator is absolute garbage. Like he's fucking terrible. Like no wonder Russell Wilson wanted him out. Like he was, he, he sucks. And then he went to Denver, didn't do any uh, Detroit. I mean, like he's terrible play. They had Trevor Lawrence throwing. I, I was telling Jojo. Cause like when I went to the game, they, the dude had an average of 20 yards in the air per throw. Like for a rookie quarterback in his second game ever, his average throw distance is 20 yards. That is way too much. Why is that his average? Like, and I was telling him because I was, um, it was like, this shit's insane. Like, why is, like, I felt like every single play, they had him throwing fucking deep balls. Every single fucking play. They got away from our running back, James Robinson, who's a thousand yard rusher last year, who's going to be one of the best running backs in the league. Probably already is if you actually feed him the rock. And it's like, what the fuck, dude? It's like, and then we had our, our kicker miss two field goals, which would have played the game completely different because now we would be 2023 and we probably would have played that game at the end very different. So it was just miscommunication. We could have won that game and it's not a talent issue. It's a fucking co- like an offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator issue. Well, aside from, you know, the downsides of the Jacksonville Jaguars, the Broncos played pretty well. Your boy Teddy Bridgewater had two touchdowns. And by the way, Jacksonville scored on the opening drive. Um, of that game, started the and, momentum there. Uh, it didn't matter to us. Um, yeah, man, he looked efficient, uh, cool, calm, collected. You know, he was the general. He was running that game. And we're 2-0. Got the Jets next week, about to go up 3-0. and And I think it's a good start for the Broncos. Also, Julian, let me know what, what hat size you use. So I can mail this to your house. I will say, Teddy Bridgewater, he looks probably the best he's ever looked in the NFL. I will say, like... He he looks pretty solid. Like he actually looks good. I I think oh, our coverage, our secondary was getting fucking burnt against Cortland Sutton and like <clears throat> like Cortland Sutton was killing us. He think I think Cortland Sutton put up like 150 something yards. This dude's insane. So and then <clears throat> our safeties and our corners were just getting burnt the whole fucking game. The defensive line looked pretty good. Um, after rewatching that game, I realized the defensive line actually played better than I thought uh, when I was there. I thought it was terrible, but I actually realized I ended up getting like three sacks or something on the day. But so yeah, yo Julian, here's my question: though. Is your coach going to the USC or what? Is he going back to college? Why do they keep talking about? No, that's keep coming up. Oh, I deny. There's some jobs. There's some college job. I'm not going to that college job. There's no, no I genuinely, from what, mind you, I watch every single press conference. I don't think he's going. He, I think he's genuinely done with college. I think he's tired of recruiting. I think because you got to remember, recruiting—that's a lot of effort, traveling around and stuff like that. And he's getting older. Like I, don't, I genuinely don't think he wants to go back to college. I think if anything, he goes back to TV. If anything, I don't. Th- I think he's actually done with college football. I think he's trying this out, and then if this doesn't work out, he's going to TV. I, I just don't see him going back to coaching again. I think this is his last two raw when it comes to coaching. And to me, it's yeah. like. The offensive play calling is just so bad. And I, I just, I need him to step in and be like, yo, talk to the offensive corner. Like, what the fuck are you doing, bro? Like, what the hell are you calling? Cause they, they need to, they need to fix it. And then our receivers aren't getting the separation like they should. 
and it's like bro my biggest is just run the fucking ball bro like you have such a good running back run the ball because he he's averaging four and a half yards a carry why aren't we giving him the ball more like he averages four and a half yards a carry it's it's wild but no he ain't going i i, I think if and i think it's more likely for him to quit than it is for him to go to another school i just i do not see him going back to college and I think oh, so he has totally no interest out, in USC you know, either. Julian's last remarks on his uh, heart heartbreaking loss last week to my Denver Broncos. <laughs> so we're gonna talk real quick. Until next time, Julian. Uh, when we see that matchup, it was six years in the making for that matchup, and <laughs> of course we came out on top. So until the next time, guys. Episode thirty. Thank you guys for tuning in. A lot of football talk. Uh, we'll get into other topics next week as well you could find us on instagram real fans podcast youtube spotify and gabe where else apple music walmart.com best buy <laughs> uh, you can find us at Publix. we got dvds we got <laughs> <laughs> we sell mixtapes we got mixtapes that we sell outside the mall <laughs> we appreciate y'all come checking us out this week we'll see y'all next week Peace.